Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. If you deprive yourself of outsourcing and your competitors do not, you're putting yourself out of business. Lee Kuan Yu. Hello, 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 and I trust that you're having a great day. Welcome to episode 119 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's featured guest is John Jonas. John has helped thousands of entrepreneurs succeed in their business by doing outsourcing differently. He created and runs onlinejobs.ph, the largest website for finding Filipino virtual workers with over 500,000 Filipino resumes and over 100,000 employers from around the world using it. He works about 17 hours per week, choosing to spend his time with his family rather than working. Today, our conversation will be on outsourcing talent main things to consider. Welcome, John. All right, let's move into our conversation of outsourcing talents and what are some of the main things to consider. So I want to start off, John, by asking you, how did you start your business? I graduated from college in, in 2004, and my only goal was to quit my job when I, ha- I had a job after college. My only goal, I, I just found I'm a terrible employee. After 10 months, I managed to find a way to make some money online and I was able to quit. That was like 10 businesses ago from what I'm doing now. <laughs> so, I mean, at the time, the, the, what, what I was doing was making some money, which was great, but it didn't last all that long. And I moved on to something else and I learned something else and I moved on to something else. And because some of these things didn't last. And, and that's often the nature of a lot of businesses, especially when you're starting. Like often what you're trying to do when you start, it's not long-term sustainable. But all of that led me to like accidentally hiring someone in the Philippines to help me with some of the stuff I was doing. And that is what really kind of changed, changed my life and my career path where with their help, I was finally able to start building something that was sustainable. Your actual business now, um, take us through, you know, in a summary, some of the businesses that you've gone through to get to where you are. And, And I want to make this point because many persons who want to start a business, they're looking on and they're told that, you know, you will fail and, you know, it perhaps won't work out and stuff and, and all of these things. And it, 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 it discourages others from wanting to really launch out into that deep and to start a business of their own. When of course, you know, nobody starts out successful, you know, they go through trial and errors and they go through different phases. So perhaps share that journey of some of the businesses that you've been through. And then we take us to, we'll go through where you are now. I graduated from college in computer science and with that, I have been like, I, I've always been doing stuff online. I've always, I mean, I was a programmer and so I started doing programming stuff. And the the very first thing I did, which most people, a lot of people do something like this is something in real estate because that's what you know from the physical world. And so I built this referral system for realtors and it turned out it was illegal, but I didn't know that, but I'd spent all this time on it and 
ended up making one single referral from someone to a realtor and, <laughs> and, and, and it was a disaster, but it was a good internet experience. Uh, after that, I started using some software that someone else had developed to build websites. And this totally doesn't work anymore, but it did at the time where it would just, you would click a button and it would build a website for you and it would fill it with all kinds of content and it would get into Google and Google would send you traffic and you put ads on it and you make money. And it was awesome. Uh, that didn't last very long. <laughs> so I built my own software to build websites, which, uh, lasted for a couple of years, which was awesome, but that didn't last. You know, I knew it wasn't going to last. So I started learning ads. I started learning Google ads and, and kind of how that worked and got pretty good at it and started running affiliate traffic or ads to affiliate offers that I had and started running affiliate offers on websites. And then at some point in there, I started hiring people in the Philippines to start building this stuff. And then I started, uh, it was working so well for me that I had a mastermind group that people just kept asking, like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? What are you doing? So I had in there, I also like had the guys in the Philippines build uh, a keyword research tool for us that we sold. And we built uh, an article building system, which the guys in the Philippines built for me. And, and some of that stuff made money and some of it didn't, but really it was like when I, I had this mastermind group that they were asking, like, how are you hiring these guys in the Philippines? How is this working so well? What's going on? That was, that was kind of what pushed me over the edge to start talking about it, talking about like why, why the Philippines and why this is working so well. And it was, for me, it was something I had stumbled into. I had no idea. So you stumbled into that, John, um, you stumbled into the Philippines, right? Um, using right. Filipino virtual workers. I want to get a sense of how did that stumbling happen? You know, because it, it, it almost sounds accidental, but yet it works out for you and, has, and it has been working and it has turned into a business, a very successful yeah. one. So tell me about that stumbling point and um, how did that happen? I had a couple of different businesses that I was doing, like I said, and I was talking with the owner of backcountry.com, which obviously they're gigantic and I was really tiny and we were doing some similar things. It was his side business, the similar things. It was my main business. And, and he says to me, you know, when you're ready to start outsourcing some of this stuff, make sure you go to the Philippines with it. And I was like, what? That's, you know, like that's odd. And he says, yeah, because, uh, most people go to India and in India, when you tell them something and they say, yes, that means, yes, I heard something come out of your mouth. It doesn't mean, yes, I understood what you said. And, and I was like, whoa, that's, that's super different, right? Mm -hmm. It is for real. I know. <laughs> yeah. And, and. I thought about it because I had tried India before and it just hadn't worked for me. And, and I, and I'm looking back on it now, I realized what, what him telling me, and he gave me a reference to where I could hire someone. It kind of gave me hope that I might find a different experience than what I had experienced in the past where outsourcing, it just sucked. Like it, I had tried a whole bunch of stuff and I ended up settling on like, I have to do this myself because I can't figure this out. And he gave me a reference to where I could hire someone full time. And I debated. I went back and forth for a few months of whether or not I should hire someone, whether or not they could do good work or whether they could do it as well as me or all kinds of stuff and whether I could afford them, you know. And after a couple of months, I finally took the leap and I, and I went to his reference and I hired someone full time. And it was the most liberating experience of my life where I, 
I had this guy whose full-time job was to do anything I asked him to do. Uh, I had to teach him how to do what, what I wanted him to do, but I was capable of teaching him some things because I, I had spent all this time doing stuff myself. And so now I just spent my time teaching him how to do what I already knew how to do. And it was just freeing up my time and amazingly liberating. That's like the point where I, I took the leap and it really changed things for me. And, and it was an accident. Like I said, like I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into with the Philippines. I didn't know it was so different than elsewhere. What is it that, you know, that is different about working with Filipinas? Because I have seen, you know, my own experience and research has taught me that, you know, that's where persons go predominantly when they're trying to find a virtual assistant. So what is it about um, the Filipinos that would make them such great um, assistants? I'm just going to tell you some things that I've discovered over the years. This isn't like a list that I went to Wikipedia and found, you know, so this is just my experience. But generally they're honest, like to the point where my guys in the Philippines have my credit cards. They have access to my PayPal account. They, they have access to my personal email account. Um, they don't want to, they don't want to steal your stuff. Uh, and that's not true with everybody, but generally it, it's, it's, it's pretty consistent. Uh, and you'll you'll need to find, figure this out for yourself. So don't go do something silly and get yourself ripped off right up front. Uh, so don't do something you're not comfortable with. But as you start to work with them, you'll see, oh, wow, I can trust this person. Uh, they're very loyal, almost to a fault of theirs, so that when you find someone good and you treat them well, they'll work for you for as long as you're willing to have them work for you, They, th- which means they won't jump ship as soon as they're offered more money from someone else, which is a really big deal for for a small business owner. Very hardworking. They're pleasing by nature. Uh, they speak good English. Like English is a primary language in the Philippines. So communication issues don't exist uh, between you and the person you hire in the Philippines, which is which is so different than most other places. And then they're not entrepreneurial. So they don't want to steal your business. I, I have a friend that said, hey, I just hired this guy in, in India. And he said to me, his first question is, what's your business model with this? And he was like, what? You don't need to know my business. Yeah, I, I just want to, I just want to know. I just want to know. Right. It, it was like, okay, he, he wants to know if he can, if he can do this on his own without you or not. And in the Philippines, they're not interested in that. They're not interested in stealing your business. They're not interested in stealing your domain or stealing your idea for what you're selling online, or they just want a job. Entrepreneurism is kind of looked down upon in the Philippines. And so you kind of combine all these things together and what you get is someone who wants to make you happy because that's their pleasing culture. They're willing to work hard. They speak good English. So communication isn't an issue. They're very honest and they're very loyal. So like the very first person I ever hired still works for me today. It's been almost 15 years. Uh, and the second person I hired still works for me today. It's been like 14 years. And so over time, it really affects what you can do with someone. So let me, let me, can I bring up a, a kind of distinctive point here? Sure. Go right ahead. One of the biggest mistakes that I see people making when they outsource is they want to hire a contract worker. They want to hire someone to do this project. Uh, they want low commitment. So like they go to Upwork and they hire someone hourly at $5 an hour or $7 an hour, whatever it is. And and the great thing about that is if they're not working, you don't care. They it's not your responsibility, you know, to keep them busy. The problem is, and what I didn't realize in all of my previous attempts was that's what keeps you as a grunt worker in your business and what doesn't allow you to transition to become the CEO. 
When I hired this first person full time, it forced me to work on my business and not work in my business because when he wasn't busy, like I, I, I was paying him a salary. He was full time. And when he didn't have something to do, that meant I was paying for nothing. And, and that distinction right there where the Filipino people really, really want a full-time job. They don't want to work hourly. They'll do it if that's what they have to do, but they really want a stable job. And it can be part-time, but they want a stable job. That distinction right there really kind of changes your perspective of this worker where now because they're full-time and they're loyal and they're going to stick with you for a long time, you can afford to, to train them. They're going to work for you for a long time. And so any training you put in isn't wasted time. It's time that when you hire someone else, now you don't have to train that other person because you've already trained the first person. You can say, hey, go go talk to that guy and work with him on this thing because your business is growing. And now you have instead of two of these tasks, you have six of these same tasks and you need someone else to do it. So that distinction of like full time, long term in outsourcing really made a, a huge difference in my ability to succeed in my business and, and to becoming the CEO rather than just transitioning from one task to another right, in the business. Right. And me. and being self-employed, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so you pretty much talked about your your experience because based on what you're saying, there's no uh definitive cultural barrier. Would, would that would that be it in terms of what your experience has been? I wouldn't say there's a cultural barrier. I mean there are definitely things to know with the Philippines, but like far and away, there's a reason the world's outsourcing is going to the Philippines now. There's a reason it started transitioning ten years ago to the Philippines and, and it continues every single day. I watch it continue. So, all right. So someone who needs a virtual assistant, like I do, like from yesterday, I need one. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm really, really excited now to check out your database and to, to look what, you know, what, what are the offerings? What are some of the things to consider for somebody who's um, perhaps a little hesitant? They want the assistant, but they are a little hesitant in terms of, you know, going forward with a virtual assistant? What do you consider? What are some of the main things to think about? I have always done things differently than other people. Like usually when I hear advice, uh, I'm going to go do the opposite from, from, from what most people ad advice is. So your question of what should you consider? The number one thing to consider is, do I know what I'm going to have someone do for me? Because I see a lot of people come thinking this is a magic bullet and they're, they're going to hire someone and that person's going to run and build their business for them. And that's not the case, right? So you should know what this person is going to do. And my second thing is, and this is what's, what's different than what most people will, will advise. Most people will tell you to hire someone to do something that you, that's not getting done or something that you don't know how to do. I say find something that you know how to do, something that you're good at. And that you can teach someone else how to do uh, and hire someone to do that thing and get some time back in your life. That's the best way to do this. I've worked about 17 hours a week for like 10 years now. I make multiple seven figures. And it's because my, my main focus when I hire someone is to do something I'm doing. That allows me to teach them and to work with them and to figure out if I can make this work for me. Because this doesn't work for everybody. But if it does, then I get time back in my life. And then I can focus on something else. So that's that's like my main thing is you're hesitant. Great. Uh, you don't have the time to do this, which is probably the case with most people. You don't have the time. That's the exact reason you should find something that you can teach. Hire someone to do that thing. Spend the time. If you're already working 50 hours a week, you're going to work 55 for a couple of weeks while you teach them. But then you're going to work 45 
because you're going to get something off of your plate. And then you're going to repeat that process and, and you're going to work 40 hours a week and you're, you've got 10 hours back in your life. This has been 14 years. Like I said, I have 24 people that work for me full time in the Philippines, all of them. And, and that allows me to anything that comes up, I can send it to someone else so that I'm not the one doing the work. So essentially, one, have a very clear vision, because if you don't know what you want to accomplish and you won't know what to offload and, and even if it's even getting done. So have a clear vision, number one, and to get time back rather than doing something or, or outsourcing what you don't know how to do, focus perhaps on what you know how to do. And so you can get time back that way. You can offload that to a virtual assistant and um, you're, you're on your way. The biggest pitfall that people f- fall into, I think, is I need to build a website, <laughs> right? Okay, fine. Like you need to build a website. You want to go hire someone to build a website for you. And most of the time it's a failure because you don't know how to build a website you don't know what to tell the person. Uh, you don't have time to tell the person anything. And, and so it's, it's, it's a disaster. So rather than go and hire someone to build a website, find something you're currently doing. Get something off of your plate with your first virtual assistant. And then spend a little bit of time because you have a couple of more hours now. Not learning how to build a website, but just learning like what goes into building a website. Or how are you going to tell someone to build this website? And then... You have the flexibility, you have a little bit more brain power because you have some time back to, to hire someone that you to do something you don't know how to do. And, and you'll find if you do it, if you take this process, you'll find that that hiring someone to do something you don't know how to do goes so much smoother when you have someone else doing things that you were previously doing. So, like I said, this doesn't work for everybody. But if it does work, this is the way you get to the four-hour work week that people talk about. I've been there. I've been at the one-hour work week, and I just need more time in my life working than that. It's a leap because you're going to hire – you're going to make a commitment here. You're going to hire someone either part-time or full-time, and that's a commitment. In order to figure it out, the only way you figure out if it works for you is, is to do it. You have to you have to try it. And whether you go through my website, onlinejobs.ph or not, you know, it doesn't really matter. Just just try it and see if it works for you. Awesome. So I have been talking with John Jonas. John, of course, is all about working clearly smarter and not harder so that he can spend time with his family. And he has founded the solution working with virtual assistants full time in the Philippines, which is great. John, it has been a pleasure talking with you. I'm going to ask you at this point to leave your content details so that our peak performance community can reach out to you after we've con- we've ended this conversation. So uh, I, I don't do phone calls at all, but I am available through email and I will answer I will answer any questions via email. If you go to onlinejobs.ph, use the contact us link and, and send me a question. It obviously doesn't come to me first, but if, if you say this is for John, uh, everybody knows to forward it to me and I will get it and I will reply back directly to you. So yeah, that's the best way to get me. So that's onlinejobs.ph and just ask for, um, just make a note that it's for John and it will get to you. I'm sure my people from this community would want to reach out to you. And again, thank you so much, John, for coming on and sharing your insights about outsourcing talent. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you, my peak performers, for tuning in to this episode of the Entrepreneur New Podcast with John Jonas. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until next time, remember to visit com to sign up for one of my podcast coaching 
or in-person workshop or online course or any other resource that you would need to level up to just do something differently and to develop personally. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and expect to win. What good? Attention, LeaderCast Women is an inspirational one-day leadership event featuring renowned female leaders. Male and female audience members alike will leave LeaderCast Women with the tools they need to become leaders worth following. Attend the event via simulcast at Nutsford Court Hotel on October 18. To learn more, visit HennekaWatkinsWorkshire.com or call 849-2571. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? Or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange.